0: Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are and play along with the Cricket Badger.
1: Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the IPL 2021 Daily Podcast. I am James Butler, the Cricket Badger, and thank you very much to Who Knows Wins for their support of these IPL dailies. Much appreciated. Have a look on whatever app platform you uh, download your apps on have a look at who knows wins and uh, stay tuned because we're going to be running a little competition as well as we go through the IPL. You can play along and try and beat the Badger and the other fun Badgers. Um, but today we are talking about rule changes for the IPL, COVID-19 and its possible effect on the IPL and anything else that comes up. And I'm joined by Naman Shah and Neil Varani. Neil, welcome along. Let's talk about the rule changes before we get into COVID because the rule changes are slightly more positive, I think, than the, the COVID stuff. I think uh, there's been five changes changes to the uh, the laws of the IPL 2021. The first one is the soft signal. Obviously Virat Kohli's been talking about that after the England series. It just makes sense to me that they're not going to use the soft signal for catches that are taken low down, etc. Take it away from the umpires on the field. send it upstairs so they can actually look at it properly on the TV cameras. That just seems to make a lot of sense to me.
2: Yeah, I'd absolutely agree with that. I know Virat's been talking, so you end up with the vast polarisation that you get whenever Virat says anything just because of who he is rather than what he's saying. But it does seem to me that most people that you speak to are in agreement as far as soft signals, especially on catches outside the circle. Certainly, a lot of the pundits. I know Mike Elton's spoken at length um, when when I've been watching on Sky. The, the umpires have to have the ability to say, actually, it's too far away for us to see. It's just common sense that
1: you can be 60 yards away from it, can't you? And for, to the naked eye, in a split second, you get to see it. How, how you can make a proper judgment on that? Because, I mean, how many times do we watch uh, TV replays now, man, where we see over and over and over again, and we're still not completely convinced what we've seen? And I guess if we just put it all upstairs to the third umpire, if there's any doubt at all, batsman survives.
3: Yeah, so uh, I absolutely agree with this rule as well and uh, we have seen for smaller runouts like even the umpire knows that it is not out. They do tend to go upstairs to just to be sure that the batsman has made the ground. Then why not use the same thing for the catches and no need of soft signal. Did, uh, let the third umpire decide and irrespective which angle or where, where exactly the fielder has caught the ball. Uh, make use of the technology and let the fair decision uh, be made uh, for that particular catch. So I am totally in uh, favor. Of this uh, rule, and uh, it will be good to see how it goes in the current uh, in the in this edition of IPL. Well,
1: three ticks from us for that one, then that rule change. And I think when Virat speaks, yes, he does polarize opinion a little bit, but he tends to talk quite a lot of sense, uh, and often says things I'm thinking. So, uh, more power to him, I say, in terms of that. In the IPL last year, we saw. Um, Kings XI, Punjab and the Delhi Capitals, it could have been very, very different had a short run been called. Um, Was it called? Actually, I can't remember. Was it called and then it shouldn't have been or was it it the other way around?
2: I I think it was called and it shouldn't have been. It was that... um, That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was Chris Jordan, wasn't it? Ran his bat in and came back again and then they called it one short and ultimately that took the game to a super over, which ultimately Kings XI, Punjab lost. Very quickly on this one, because I think this is a very simple thing. They're just going to send that one upstairs as well, and that makes a lot of sense too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, especially if they're going to have, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're they're using the cameras which are in place for runouts and for nobles to get called. The The cameras are already in place. It doesn't take a lot of time for the third umpire just to affirm or deny what the umpire's already called. Makes sense. doesn't take loads of time. Um, it means we don't have anything which could make a a difference or worse could be perceived to have made a difference and get people riled up afterwards.
1: And this is the thing, when I mean, we talking about T20 cricket, we saw that weekend, that amazing weekend where we had super over after super over and one run makes a big difference in some of these games. Yeah, while it's possible to make sure you get the right results, you get the right result, don't you? So sending that one upstairs, I think is is the right thing to do now. Man. And then the other thing they're sending upstairs too is the opportunity for the, the same umpire, I guess, with the camera that Neil's talking about looking along the popping crease to overall the no ball decision on the field as well. If it's a no ball, he sees it and the um, on-field umpire doesn't, then they, they ring the clap and whatever they're going to do to make sure that the right decisions made on no balls which again makes a lot of sense Nama
3: yes obviously it's make, it makes a lot of uh, sense and uh, in, if you will overall see in white ball cricket every run matters and as, uh, we, as you have mentioned correctly that one run made it to two super overs in a row so I feel uh, over here it's a no brainer and I don't think so there should be any objection in a third umpire making that uh, uh, particular decision for one run short uh, because uh, they are uh, the best thing over here is that IPL is optimizing after every season being passed and the right decision is being made over here. So uh, it's at the end of the day, I believe that in white ball cricket, especially every run counts. So this rule is also a good idea
2: to impose. Who knows wins? Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows
1: wins put your money where your mates are who knows wins in a league of their own the next one neil is the super over they're going to extend the playing conditions so that they can have an uninterrupted series of super overs up to a An hour if they need them. I mean, after bringing that rule in, we probably won't see a single super over in this IPL, will we? But it's worth having those rules in, isn't it? Because as we saw in the World Cup final, et cetera, these things happen, don't they? And we saw that one weekend we spoke about where it was super over after super over, if we can extend the match until we get the right result it just that makes sense too
2: yeah absolutely i mean the world cup shouldn't have been decided on just one super over the game between mumbai and punjab went to three super overs i think possibly the second one and in any case we've seen that the TV uh, companies will stay with the match until its conclusion.
1: And the viewers will, were, won't they? I mean, you hardly like yeah. to get up and go off and do your shopping when you're in the middle of the third Super over of the evening, are you?
2: Absolutely. And we've seen matches extended for other reasons as well, beyond what uh, the scheduled time limit was. So to extend it to actually get a result in a format where you demand a result of each game makes complete sense as well. Uh, I'm a bit confused by the fact that we seem to only be talking about reasonable rule changes. This this is very weird with uh, the IPL and cricket in general. Common
1: sense is ruling. Is it not often you can say that, is it? The final change um, is the overrate. and this is one I I am all for uh, because I think for too long we've been we've brought in this bite size, razzmatazzi, almost throwaway. Form of entertainment, which is yeah, done and dusted in in just a few moments, and we've kind of extended it, and, and it drags out and drags out. Obviously, as Neil says, now man, in, in a super over scenario, you can stay with it forever. But a T20 should be pretty short, short and sharp, shouldn't it? And the the old rule for the uh, the length of time for games was uninterrupted matches is eight, 85 minutes um, of playing time plus nine plus five, so that's the ninety. So the old rule was that the twenty vote that must have started um, in that period, whereas now. Now, it's basically the game should be concluded in that hour and a half period Um, obviously there's changes to that if it's a delayed game or if it's rain affected and everything there's there's calculations to make there but they're just trying to make it so that the games get played quicker and that just makes a lot of sense now on too
3: a lot and uh, to be honest of all the rules I was looking forward to this rule and it's good to see that it has been implemented because at the end of the day discipline is must and uh, what I have seen in all these editions and not only in IPL in overall all the leagues and in international cricket as well that most of the times teams do take this time uh, thing for granted uh, most of the because uh, in the last overs we have seen captain taking more time to adjust, uh, set his own field and uh, also um, playing a bit mind game over there with the batsman making him wait a bit longer and also sometimes weather also takes a toll over the batsman because right now they'll be playing in 35 to 40 degrees of uh, sheer heat well where every second over they need drinks and everything they come they chat with the coaches and the 12th and the 13th cricket uh, player who is on the bench comes out and passes the messages we tend to see it a lot more in 20 overs cricket which we need to stop because at the end of the day the decisions are being made by the two players who are uh, batting over there. So the involvement of the dugout and the coaches should reduce a bit and also discipline is what is needed because you just can't come and play forever and uh, it's a good thing that uh, this uh, particular time limit has been set. I'm really looking forward for this rule
1: just get on with it basically is what they're saying I and mean, there's no man says I mean the amount of times i watch T20 and, and Owen Morgan will walk across to his bowler and he'll have a three minute conference you might as well get the deck chairs out at some stages it's supposed to be fast moving isn't it
2: yeah this is the one that I've got conflicting views on. I think we all agree that um, when the number of balls and formats um, is shorter, then each ball counts more. So at times I do understand that they, they want to change the field and pretty much ball on ball because you're not bowling to the same spot every time. But we have seen captains taking the piss, to be frank. The recent uh, England-India series and the ODIs um, seem to drag on um, for forever in those last five overs and I can see the same happening or has already happened in T20 so we do need to put a clamp on that.
3: and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast, then tweet at cricket underscore badger.
2: I wouldn't have had an issue with the time limits staying the same, but I'd actually like to see any punishments enforced and punishments to actually be such that the captains and the teams actually care about it. I mean, we've seen in Test Cricket with... Overrates, which we've been moaning about for forever. Getting a uh, the captain getting fined really doesn't matter, especially to the richer, uh, richer boards. And it didn't stop and still hasn't uh, really changed. Um, saw England bowl 82 overs in one of the days in India when they had spinners on for half the overs. However, we have seen an enforcement by David Boone docking um, points from Australia, which knocked them out of the World Test Championship final. So if you've got punishment that actually affects what the team is going to get at the end of it, then you're going to start seeing people um, paying attention to it more. If the punishment isn't enough to actually affect anything. And it's just a small fine. I mean, you find Virat Kohli a grand for going a couple of overs uh, over, then one, he could pay out of his um, pocket change, probably. But two, RCB would just pay him for that if it means that he's got the win at the end. So make the punishments actually affect the thinking, make sure that they're actually enforced. That's the main thing as far as the speed goes.
1: As far as I see it, Neil, they, you end up you start off almost with a bit of a wrap over the knuckles the first time. It can it gradually ramps up. So if you do it, I don't know, if it's three or four times, then you can end up with your captain being suspended. But you've already done it two or three times before that gets to gets. To, you know, you're halfway through the competition or beyond, are not you, by that stage?
2: And how many games are there in total? The there are what a maximum of eighteen games for yeah. for anyone to. Uh, or seventeen, if I've got my maths wrong, it'd be hard to actually get to that final stage. And then you'll get shenanigans like we saw with Sri Lanka in twenty fourteen T Twenty World Cup, where they changed captains just for one uh, game because Mahela um, was on the verge of getting uh, getting a ban if they went over in the next game. So I think they made Sango captain for for one game, and then you know everyone was uh, was all good for the semi final. People will find a way around it if they're not properly enforced. It's up to the CCI to actually hold firm on this, whoever the captain is. And all the captains are um, very big names, so they're going to have to be uh, very strong on that.
1: Well, that's the thing Naman isn't it um, the temptation might be for somebody for a weak governing body for a weak match referee if it's Virat Kohli you turn a blind eye and you maybe give him an extra five minutes because you invent something you, you can't do that with these roles you've got to basically be fair to everybody haven't you
3: absolutely uh, James and also end of the day you need to respect time you just cannot keep on playing and uh, it's not respectful to any player or any team or any captains it's uh, uh, just to optimise and uh, do a fair play to cricket and I think three hours are more than enough to complete a game and it is surely going to help uh, the leagues and the cricket world cup coming ahead because this is going to be served as a template and uh, the Captains are surely going to take it seriously because end of the day, it is also going to be more or less going to be imposed in international cricket as well with World Cup uh, coming in October and November. So, I feel this is the right time to make all the players and uh, team members and everyone realise because uh, in such COVID times also, uh, they have everything to take a course of uh, like the team game needs to end, then they need to reach their rooms and everything. They need to do their testing as well. And uh, this time we, we are also hearing that each and every player is going to be tested after every match daily. So, um, the, every all these points are taken. Uh, are going to be taken into consideration. So I feel overall it's a good rule to be imposed.
1: Let's move on from that anyway. Anything to speed up play I think is a really good thing. I mean, presumably there's mechanisms built in there. So if you get a serious injury on the pitch and that takes 15 minutes for the player to be stretched off, there will be ways to kind of work around that so that captains aren't penalised for things that are be beyond their control but everything they control all of the things on the pitch their field placings the, the movement of players between overs etc just has to be on point and I think this is a, that's a really good rule change. I mean as far as I can see gentlemen, Neil and Naman we've agreed that all of those five have their place and as Neil says it's quite strange isn't it that you, you see rule changes and you see things adopted that you can't actually frown upon because we're not used to that in cricket really sat at home and I just want to play cricket you know I just want to go out there and play cricket I know exactly the right place for you to go to where's that Mr Badger I think you should go and check out blackratcricket.co.uk blackratcricket.co.uk blackratcricket have a swanky new website and everything you need to get the most out of your game bats equipment they can make your dreams come true oh thank you very much Mr Badger I'm going to go and check it out now oh and don't forget when you check out Quote Badger And you can get yourself 15% off Whatever you purchase From blackratcricket.co.uk 15% off? That's a cracking deal Thanks Mr Badger It's a pleasure And thank you very much To blackratcricket.co.uk For their support Of our IPL 2021 Daily podcasts Check them out And remember When you've got everything In your shopping cart Quote Badger And get yourself 15% off Good luck for the season Everybody Let's move on to the COVID-19 news. And there's been some bad news, gentlemen. I mean, we've seen a number of people have already been tested positive from outside of bubbles, etc. I was just, uh, before I, I spoke to you, the uh, newscasters are, are broadcasting that IPL 2021 hit by COVID-19. 14 members in IPL broadcast bio-bubble test positive for coronavirus. With days to go to the start of the Indian Premier League, there's more bad news for the organisers. Reportedly 14 members in the broadcast bio-bubble have contracted the virus. As per report 14 personnel at the Four Seasons Hotel where Star Sports World Feed crew is staying have tested positive. Apparently these journalists have tried to contact Star Sports for confirmation and they say they they haven't got anything to do with the bio bubble but obviously this comes off the back of Dead Paddicle being tested positive for COVID. But it says also it goes on to say that meanwhile BCCI President Sarev Ganguly has confirmed that the IPL is going ahead as per schedule. Despite the rising COVID cases across the country the BCCI has said it will approach the health Ministry. Mumbai Cricket Association though claims it has been assured by city municipal commissioners that IPL matches will not be impacted due to the latest measures taken to tackle the spread of the deadly virus. And, and Naman, apparently the sort of Mumbai region of the of the country, it's, you're having a, a major lockdown over this weekend and it's you know, fairly tight restrictions are in place now.
3: Not only this weekend, uh, James, it's going to end last till 30th of April and I feel this is going to be... Into favor of uh, the IPL matches because this was uh, strongly needed because of all the cases. If you will see in, in India overall, 70% is being contributed from Maharashtra, which is the state in which uh, Mumbai is the city. So uh, Mumbai itself, uh, the venue is uh, going to be a bit of threat. Uh, where I see the other locations and venue should not have uh, such problems. As far as uh, right now lockdown, which is which was uh, totally needed, right? With the government has made the right decision. So I feel initial. Ten- five to ten days are going to be really important and the, all the players and support staff and all the hotel management they'll have to impose serious restrictions because one case is going to lead to 20s and 30s and 40s yep. so the initial 10 to 15 days are really going to be crucial and I only see a threat to Mumbai matches uh, I will overall the where the matches are uh, right now I don't see too much COVID uh, uh, has been impacted over there but they really need to take care after Mumbai right now Your lockdown
1: is that you can't go out at all or have you got exercise periods you can go out your house or how, how is that working
3: no only essentials uh, uh, products are available uh, medicines and vegetables and groceries and everything uh, playgrounds and parks and gymnasiums and malls and everything is totally shut till uh, 30th of uh, April so right now it's uh, more of a lockdown itself not only for this weekend for this entire month yeah so,
1: so how, how likely though Naman, is if um, the first game at the Wankhede Stadium in Mumbai the day with with the lockdown with the covid restrictions is that a cricket crazed country will still turn out and try and get a look at players and still be outside the ground and stuff do you think that's going to be possible still do you think everybody everybody will have to stay at home
3: everybody will have to stay at home totally uh, because right now it's per day round about 60,000 cases uh, in uh, Maharashtra and Mumbai itself is contributing to 12,000 cases daily initial uh, till at least 20th April from now on it's going to be very crucial and I feel the IPL uh, council is going to be strict especially in Mumbai so I feel there will be no linearity over uh, in Mumbai Uh, rest of the venues I don't see any impact what
1: stops um, you from walking out of your house um, on Saturday night well it's its first game on Saturday isn't it in Mumbai walking out your house and going to the 1KD stadium and sitting outside what stops you doing that are the police in charge of that how is that marshal
3: yes uh, there has been fine allocated uh thousands and uh, thousands of rupees and uh, to be honest uh, why it is dangerous is because the uh, people are not trying to understand the severity of this disease and uh, they are not going out and getting themselves tested uh the people you are meeting outside you don't know whether he or she uh, is covid infected or not uh, because they are tend to taking it very la- lightly right now and also vaccines are not uh, out for all the uh, age numbers only 45 years and above are right now having their vaccines. So it is important to stay at home. And yes, uh, police has been deployed outside, and they are are doing their best to make people stay at their homes. Because this month is really going to be crucial because uh, 12,000 per day cases, and overall the state in which we are living is contributing around 80 percent of the total numbers of in total number of India. And also uh, festivals uh, in next. Uh, week. It's a Maharashtra festival and few, two or three festivals are there. So people are going to come out. Uh, so it's very important to stay at home
2: and not go outside. Uh, this is uh, right now very crucial period. Can I just ask, when people do go out, um, are the police quite firm in enforcing because we've seen in the uk with sports fans um and james will have seen the pictures of um, of glasgow rangers won the scottish premiership recently and there were lots of fans outside pricing which yeah. was against lockdown and the police aren't really enforcing it quite strongly as maybe they do elsewhere will the police um sort of enforce if uh People are out trying to see you know, the cricket players and so on. I know in Mumbai, they stay very close to the Wankede and like the Trident and the Oberoi and the Taja or very close. But w- will people still try to... Go and see it, and will the police stop
3: them? There is no chance to see because the restaurants and bars and hotels, everything is shut uh, totally till 30th April. So, in,
1: in terms of standing outside the stadium, no, ma'am.
3: no, not at all. That is also not a possibility because uh, every two kilometers, police are being deployed. And uh, to be honest, the Mumbai, the population of Mumbai itself, is around about six to ten crores. So, it's not possible to uh, catch each and every person out here. Uh, it's because the fear right now people uh, uh, have been uh, right now a bit dried because they are not afraid of covid anymore they are roaming outside but with the current lockdown I'm sure no one is going to go out and watch any match because there is no any no resource outside to. because in last month itself not for not wearing masks they have uh, collected a fine of uh, four, four crore rupees itself in one month uh, which is the prize money at what uh, Shah Rukh Khan was bought by Punjab so
1: <laughs> what's the population of Mumbai Nama?
2: it's around uh, 6 to 8 crores. Give me that in English. I think, I think the official population is um, sort of around uh, 8 to 10 million people, but unofficially you're probably looking around 25.
1: Obviously people sitting in different parts of the world listening to this, when Naman says 12,000 cases a day, it's worth just reminding people how many people live in Mumbai. Because as a percentage, it's actually quite small, isn't it? But it's still very meaningful, and if that R rate starts to then go bon- bonkers as such a dense population in Mumbai then it could actually spread like wild fire. So that is why they've um they've done this lockdown. N- Neil, does um, does what Naman has said actually make you feel any more relaxed about it?
2: To be honest, like I used to spend every single summer in um, in India with uh, with my family in in Mumbai and in in Rajkot the the police will be a lot more firm than i see them here in in England in in terms of clamping down on on stuff so i i feel reasonably assured i think i think also the Wankei Day is literally about 200 metres from the two sort of twin hotels where most cricketers would stay when they're in M- Mumbai. So it's, you know, it's like being a almost like being at old trafford or um yeah you're or almost Aegean in the ground here. yeah does it yeah. does
1: the um, star sports news the, the fact that the some of the TV crews have have been affected by covid i mean they're obviously not close to the players and um, because all of that's going to be done at arm's length they're going to be a different bubble of on their own aren't they but it still still shows that these bubbles maybe are prone to penetration
2: potentially but i don't know the full news there have they remained in a bubble since the india england series or have they been able to go back and see their families out after best part of two months for a while, and then come back. I would, I would imagine it's the latter. Yeah, I I know it sounds um, kind of paradoxical. Actually, the the reports of positive tests at this stage actually assures me more about protocol. I said because- that exactly
1: I said exactly the same thing on Twitter yesterday that the process surely of creating these bubbles isn't just to invite everybody into the room and then say right let's test you. It's to test people before they enter the bubble isn't it? To make sure that they are clean for want of a better phrase before they actually enter this bubble. Then you you constantly test people inside the bubble and then yeah, you'd then hope that by by testing people as negative before they go into it there would have to be some sort of breach of that bubble for it to be infected. So the fact that somebody like dev.paddicle has tested positive prior to entering the bubble is actually showing that the system's working, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we all have to accept that certainly at this time in the, um, in the COVID cycle, everyone who spends any time out and about is going to be a risk of catching it. As far as the IPL goes, the fact that people are being caught Beforehand, um, and it's two expectations that numbers of people we're we're finding um, who are testing positive they're being stopped from going into the bu- bubble until they've isolated for a certain amount of time and given uh, the negative tests and um, cardiac tests as well. That's why I heard with Archer, which is. Really good because um, it shows that people are learning what ancillary systems may be affected, yep. so that if someone suffers with it, suddenly uh, gets a negative test, but may still be feeling side effects. Um, I mean, we, I, was, I, not-
1: I was watching something about long COVID in the UK the other day, and some people have been absolutely battered by it. Somebody, somebody I actually used to know, um contracted COVID back in March, and is still like he has been hit by a train he's got about 20 minutes of life in him every day and apart from that he's just lying on the sofa and and finding life really difficult and quite a young fit fella as you say you know all of these other things that come into the equation it's worth making sure these guys are guys are okay
2: yeah i mean we've seen live what can happen in in other sports where undiagnosed problems especially undiagnosed heart problems can flare up with the most horrendous consequences um, in, in football. We've unfortunately seen it quite a few times. And it's the last thing that we want is is someone to be put on the field before their body is, is ready. Um, so the fact that they're doing all this testing and ensuring that people are absolutely fine in all ways before they're allowed to enter that bubble is proving its strength at the moment. The other thing about this is that not only is the security of the bubble paramount, but also the confidence of the players in the security of the bubble. Because what happened to England and South Africa, in the end, it turned out that the actual breaches of the bubble didn't seem to be as bad as initially reported. But at that point, the players had lost all confidence.
1: Well, we've all been in, group, in groups of people where if something starts to go wrong on a regular basis in your workplace or wherever you are, you start looking at each other and thinking, this isn't right. We, we're not safe here. You can understand how that spreads, can't you? That that disillusionment with the system and, the, and the, the bubble. If you start to not believe that bubble's there, then you get nervous.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't matter how much money these guys are earning. It's not worth it if you're going to uh, fear for your health while you're there. So the integrity of that bubble is um, is absolutely paramount, both for their health and for the confidence uh, so that the competition can continue.
1: You, you think it's going to go ahead? Everything's going to be OK? I,
2: I think it's definitely going to start. And then, unfortunately, with these things, we're going to have to see on a day by day, week by week basis However, the uh, control environment that the BCCI have put in place currently seems strong. I prefer the fact that they're going more draconian rather than the soft-such, which is where... You,
1: you can't have any respect for this virus, can you? There's no other choice than to be draconian I think in this kind of situation and from a very cynical side of things there's too much money riding on this for the BCCI for them to be anything other because they can't take any risk with this. Now, man. in terms of um, final point on today's podcast in terms of the way people in India are feeling I mean you're in Mumbai and obviously the feeling there is of lockdown and, and feeling that the virus is very much on top of you at the moment but in terms of the confidence in the IPL and that it's going to go ahead and it's going to reach its natural conclusion of a final do people in India have any doubts about that?
3: No not at all uh, everyone i too excited and I feel there is no not going to be any halt or it's going to go smoothly as far as I uh, mentioned earlier as well it's only Mumbai the venue where the impact is more Uh, apart from that uh, there is no uh, problem in other venues and also uh, we have heard that Indore has been kept as a backup venue for uh, day. so I don't think so and uh, yes they have learned from the recent road safety tournament where the crowd was uh, just enormous and uh, after the series such in Badrinath and Patan Brothers and everyone uh, became positive so they have uh, taken a lot uh, and learned a lot from that particular series as well and I feel the restrictions and everything right now is uh, on uh, top and uh, we have also uh, not uh, right now focused on one thing because uh, like Aksar Patel and uh, all the uh, support staff and uh, Devdutt Padikal, whoever has uh, come uh, positive for COVID all are from Mumbai itself, there is no other location so I feel uh, only Mumbai needs to be taken care of and I feel that is going to be done and uh, yes, uh, we trust Bengal Tiger which is Ganguly when he's confident, uh, India trusts him so <laughs> overall I feel it's going to be a great idea Thank you, Lou.
1: Namineel, thank you very much indeed for joining me again today. Um, I think on the rule changes, we're in agreement. All good. COVID, then we're just kind of fingers crossed, I think, aren't we? We're just hoping it goes well. And uh, our best wishes to everybody that's suffered Axel Patel, Devdutt Padacle, Sachin, and everybody else out there that's uh, struggling at the moment. So we wish you a speedy recovery and uh, hopefully nobody else goes down. And we hear of any more positive COVID tests over there. Our thanks to Who Knows Wins for their support of these IPR daily podcasts. And to you, For listening as well, and we'll be back again tomorrow with more IPL dailies. I've been James the Cricket Badger, and I'll see you then.
0: Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at cricket underscore badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.